Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Motulaitis from beginning to end. Today we begin a new section called Notes from the Move to Rome in 1925. August 5th and 6th, 1925, pages 331 through 333. 1925. The journal breaks off abruptly after April 2nd, 1921, and is resumed four years later. The last few entries are written in Rome in the summer of 1925, after Bishop Matulaitis had submitted his resignation from the Diocese of Vilnius to Pope Pius XI. Having received confirmation from Rome that his resignation was accepted, he left Vilnius in mid-July and traveled via Bilani in Warsaw to Czechocinec, Poland, for a short vacation accompanied by Father John Sobchik. While in Czechocinec, he received an invitation to see the Apostolic Nuncio. He left Czechocinec and went to Warsaw on the 31st of July. During a short stop in Warsaw, he informed the cathedral chapter of Vilnius that he would not be coming back and also sent some farewell notes to his personal friends and aides. He left Warsaw to go to Rome on August 3, 1925. Matulaitis was going to Rome with the idea of staying permanently, founding a house of studies for the Marians, as well as transferring the Marian generalate there. On arrival, he records his movements over a three-week period. The journal stops on the eve of his elevation to titular Archbishop of Adulai, which occurred on September 1st. On December 7th, 1925, he was appointed Apostolic Visitator of Lithuania. Later on, in December, Matulaitis returned to Lithuania, making no further entries in his journal. August 5th, 1925. I arrived in Rome just after 12. I am staying with the Resurrectionist Fathers at St. Sebastianello 11. They welcomed me very warmly, and I also found Archbishop Cheplak here. I decided to stay with the Poles so, so that they would not think that I am angry with them or do not want to have anything more to do with them. As yet, no one here knows that I have already been released from my duties in Vilnius. August 6th, I requested an audience with the Holy Father. His Eminence Cardinal Gaspari was away taking a cure at the Sulphur Springs in Monte Cassino. I saw only His Excellency Bishop Pizzardi and Borgogni Duca and told them what His Excellency Nuncio Lauri of Warsaw had directed me to do. From both of them, I learned that the Polish government had made efforts to transfer me to Częstochowa, but I already knew this from His Excellency Bishop Czesdziecki. During the bishop's conference on May 29th, he had asked me if I would agree to go to Częstochowa. That same day, I visited the Polish embassy. There I found only Mr. Perwowski. Apparently, it was only from me that he heard about my release from Vilnius by the Holy Father. I assured him that he need not be anxious on any account, for I have no intention of harming the Poles. As a priest, I have never tried to injure anyone. On the contrary, as much as I could, I tried to serve people and to do good. 
Vince malum in bono, overcome evil with good. Perwowski said that the Polish government has nothing against me as a priest or as a bishop. On the contrary, in its reports to the Holy See, it spoke well of me and tried to get me transferred to Częstochowa. It is only for political reasons that I could not remain in Vilnius. I told them that I understood these reasons very well and wished to live in peace and goodwill with the Polish people. It was evident that this representative of the Polish government was pleased with my visit. He said to the priest who accompanied me, he has made a noble gesture. After this visit, I also told the Resurrectionist Fathers that I have been released from my duties in Vilnius. Then I called on some of the more prominent Poles. The diary picks up again in Rome four years later after Blessed George had submitted his resignation as the Bishop of Vilnius. His plan was to found a house of studies for the Congregation of Marians in Rome and to transfer the Marian Generalate there and to stay there permanently. But God always has other plans for Blessed George, as we will see. His entry for August 5th uh, records that he arrived in Rome on that day. It's usually very hot in Rome in August. The offices of the Holy See are usually closed. Blessed George stays with an order of Polish priests who work with Poles who have emigrated to other countries. He wants to show that there are no hard feelings toward the Poles after his tumultuous seven years as Bishop of Vilnius. In the next entry, Blessed George writes of requesting a private audience with Pope Pius XI. He had been the papal nuncio in Poland during the first few years of Blessed George's term in Vilnius, so he was very familiar with the difficulties and the situation that Blessed George had found himself in. When Poland had reached an agreement with the Holy See called a Concordat in February of 1925, Vilnius became an archdiocese. Blessed George was Lithuanian, so he knew that the Polish government would not want a Lithuanian in charge of such an important Polish archdiocese. Um, Poland had annexed Vilnius and the surrounding area in 1925. This was very hotly contested. He resigned his office so that a Polish archbishop could be found. Częstochowa in Poland had recently become a diocese. He was offered the seat of the bishop, but he declined. He wanted to get back to his religious community. He visited the Polish embassy and said that he had no rancor or desire for revenge for all that he had suffered. Um, his Episcopal motto was overcome evil with good. We see that the Polish uh, representative was very, very pleased with Blessed George's visit, and we see that Blessed George has learned how to be a good diplomat. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, 
for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.